Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of This Club is My Club and a big Merry Christmas one and all. And you join us here on Boxing Day at Broadhurst Park uh, an hour and ten minutes before kickoff, as FC United are hosting Ashton United today. The pitch is lovely, the sun is shining for now. That cloud's a bit Ooh. a bit moody in the, in the distance there. Uh, but we are joined pre-match by Woodzo now. Hello, Woodzo, how are you? Many felicitations to you, yours and everyone listening, all four of you. Good stuff. Now, um, before we get to the Ashton United game, let's talk about Bolton Wanderers. Yes. We've not been on North Manchester FM now for, for two weeks with a natural This Club is My Club because of the weather and uh, two postponements. Uh, but we did manage to get a, a mid-season friendly in on Tuesday night against the Bolton Wanderers 11. And uh, for all the goals now from Tuesday, here's Swampy and Paul. Good play from FC on the right-hand side now. An overlap is there. And it's picked up by uh, Gabadon. If Gabadon plays it inside now, can they get the shot away? First half shot comes in. And there's a half chance for FC United of Manchester. It was a decent effort. Keeper got right behind it. Comfortable in the end for him. Uh, and uh, well, Braden Shaw has made the goalkeeper work there at least. As the ball comes in, it's a decent effort. Oh, off the other side of the crossbar and comes off the back of FC United's goalkeeper. Out oh, and nothing that. A wonderful, wonderful effort. I think it was it Torre? I think it was. There's an opportunity for a shot from FC halfway line. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> and what a great goal as well. Out of nothing, halfway line. And, uh, well, Joseph Rodwell Grant saw the goalkeeper off his line and thought, you know what? We've got a trellis on the pitch. We used to have a man of mystery. And now I'm replicating what he did. And he's just scored from the halfway line. Well done, young man. Well done indeed. That, that was good, good vision and good realisation of the possibilities. When he got the ball, he knew exactly what he was going to do with it. A great opportunity here now for FC United. Manchester. FC's number 10 on the ball. Goes past the goalkeeper. Superb. Well, can he finish? Oh, he can with a plum, and it's good football there from Braden Shaw. FC United of Manchester, well, we talked about the early parts of this game where the, the, the visitors are going to be tenacious, going to work hard, going to cause FC problems, and they have to a certain degree, but what FC United have done, they've had four shots on target, of which they've scored two. Great goal from the halfway line, but that, equally, was a very well-timed goal, and he was very calm, was he? Because he could see the three defenders coming towards the line, he'd gone past the goalkeeper, and he was still just nonchalantly tucked it in. It's a nice touch and turn now. His ball comes in again to make it three. Oh, it's off the post. Oh, that's so unlucky. So unlucky from an FC perspective. Corner's taken quickly. Ball whipped in. It's a decent ball. Curtis Jones gets on the end of it. Oh, and there's another opportunity. And it is going to be three. Well, there was some juggling going on there. Curtis Jones won the header. It came towards the goalkeeper. I think it was uh, Joseph Rodwell Grant made a nuisance of himself. The goalkeeper sort of like bobbled it. Trying to catch it. It was like, it was like a Christmas juggling act. And uh, Connor Stanley on it again. Plays it inside. Quick feet there. Stanley plays a lovely ball. Oh, wonderful ball for Inwood. Inwood in the area now. Plays the ball across. It's a great opportunity and it should be a goal. And it is. And, oh, and they scurry to get the ball back and put the ball on the halfway line. SC Live there from Tuesday. SC United 3-1 winners over Bolton Wanderers 11. Woodsell's with us. Woodsell, how useful do you think that... Uh, mid-season friendly was it transpired it was pretty crucial actually <laughs> yeah with, with the uh, the enforced weather break if you like um, very important of course it was it was a really good game of football I mean I thought Bolton started really strong for the first 10-15 minutes then after that for the rest of the f- first half we were in control yeah. against professional football well they hit the woodwork we hit the woodwork yeah. didn't we so. yeah. Yeah. yeah and then, then to go in 3-0 up well thanks to I missed the second goal I was uh, 
I think the second goal was actually well worked down this left hand side. Yeah, I mean, it finished well. Rodwell Grants though is. Oh, his first one. I mean, yeah, yeah it came from absolutely nowhere. And what a finish! And it was one of those where actually, you know, when he hit it, he was going in. He, he caught it exactly perfectly. Here's a question for you. Yes. When we do the goal of the season compilation, does it count? Does it count? Well, I don't know. I think it's got to, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it, 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 we, we have footage. It was a game. There we go. There you are. So, um, well, you, you know. It did come at a, a, an important stage. I mean, we are going to be talking to Neil Reynolds uh, shortly about uh, today's game yeah. against Ashton United. But everyone is a bit cold than, than they should be uh, with regards to their match fitness. It's been an enforced winter break of a couple of weeks. All form's gone out the window for this one. You think so? You think so? I mean, a couple of like. Uh, like you know, a couple of teams have managed to get a couple of county cup games, and I think I think there was some, there were some games on Tuesday night. Not yeah. many. There was a couple of handful of games, a couple of trophy matches, a couple of well, trophies yeah. matches, and cancelled games from, from last weekend. So some clubs have managed to get. I don't think Ashton managed to get anything. Did this? Did they, did they play midweek? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. So you know, the, 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 was it was it South Shields that, like, their last time out when? Yeah, and, and we, did, we, from... we need to talk about that South Shields game for Ashton because there were three one. There were three oh, one right, down. Sorry. There were three one down with ten minutes left against a full time yeah. team. Yeah. Free all, it finished. Well, that sounds very familiar because there was a certain other team that was one nil down with with a few minutes to left and beat them two one. So we we both had good results against South Shields, haven't we? Um, Ashton, I mean, I, four I, three here last year. It was four three here last year. I'm happy it's here and not there. And hopefully, by the time we get there, we get to their ground at Easter, it's a bit warmer. But fingers crossed. It's always tough, you know. We, we know when the fixtures come out, where, where our Christmas. Easter, although not as much Easter, but Christmas will lie. Ashton and Radcliffe, we know that. Uh, depending on which order they come in. Last year it was the other way around. Once I think we played, we played Radcliffe on Boxing Day last year. I remember rightly, and Ashton on New Year's Day. Yes. I remember rightly. It's going to be a tough game. You know, Cleggy, he, he knows. He knows of old from from his Coles days. He knows us from his Ashton days. So some XFCers knocking about who, who like to put a one over on their old clubs. It's going to be tough. I think we're good enough to get the three points. Of course we are. We, our backers, you know, against anybody, and it's a Monday, so it's not a Saturday. It's not a Saturday. That, that's gone now. We know that. We've we managed to get the break that way anyway. But it's not a Saturday, so there's a better chance of us winning here anyway. And three points outside the playoffs as well. I know there's, there's, I think there's three teams who are also in that position. So yeah, it's tall has to be in the playoffs come five o'clock today. But let's just concentrate on we ourselves. Might, we, might be, we might be able to do, it, but if not, we've, we've kept pace with the other teams that are almost all under three points, and then you've got a game again in a couple, you know, in a few days' time. We're more than capable of getting And the thing is, I think if we can get three today, it buys you potentially. Neil will say he wants three every week. Of course he does. We all yeah. want three a week. But it might buy you one on New Year's Day at Radcliffe, which we know from last Christmas when we were yeah. cruising at one point and ended up getting a three-all draw. Going back to the, the Ashton South yeah. Shields, you know, we were three-one up, fairly comfortable. That's not going to be an easy game. So get some points in the bag today and it doesn't take the pressure off, but it just makes you think, as fans, not as, not as the players don't think this, but as fans, we can go and say, well, actually, if we get three today, take a point on New Year's Day, four points over Christmas, not bad. Well, uh, here's hoping that happens, obviously, from a, a biased FC United perspective. But let's hand over now to the manager of FC United, who I caught up with moments ago. Here's Neil Reynolds. Hello, Neil. Welcome back. Uh, how was Thursday after the festive friendly against Bolton and yeah, that fine result? Well, firstly, happy Christmas uh, to everyone listening. Uh, but no, listen, after the Bolton game was a much-needed friendly. You know, we can do as much running or as much leg work or as much gym work as we want, but there's nothing better than, you know, game of football. And, and we showed that, you know, in, in large parts against Bolton, against a really talented Bolton side. And, and it gave lads minutes and, you know, we've then trained on the back of that. Uh, 
we nearly came in yesterday morning, believe it or not, but uh, we, we just decided last minute not to do and just get ready for today. I think it posed you a few questions, really, because you did move things around. Um, you've been playing Wallerton at right-back for a good few weeks before um, the enforced winter break. He had a good performance. De Grouchy midfield, I thought, had a good performance as well. Yeah. So it's kind of given you a bit of a, a selection yeah. dilemma. It has, and what it's shown us is that, that lads can play in a, a number of positions. Uh, you know, Braden Shaw, who came in, you know, did really well, but, you know, Braden's not match fit yet. He's, he's not ready to, to join up with the competitive match day squad, but he's going to be a, a player moving forward. We brought in Dylan Moonen on loan yeah. from Accrington now, so that's going to give us options in midfield as well. But, you know, for me, the Grucci Walton are fighting it out at right back, similar to, to how Jones, Halls, and, and Palinkas fight it out at centre half or Hall or Armstrong. So, you know, we're, we're going to revert back that today. Uh, Walton will keep his right back shirt with alongside Halls and, and Jones, and, and Finn will come in at left back. We'll then go with Potts and Donoghue, uh, with Linney just in front, with Robwell Grant and a two. And then we'll have uh, Grimm on one side, Ennis on the other side. Uh, we're just probably nurturing Dante's groin when he came off. It's a shame that he hasn't got 100% today, but options from the bench. And uh, obviously, you and Swampy gave uh, Gribbin man of the match. I gave it to Wallerton, but OK, I, I like fullbacks. Uh, but Gribbin was, he was another level, actually. When you watch the highlights back, he, he was involved in everything. I mean, he has been improving, hasn't he, since he's I, come here? I, I can't see a better footballer. You know, I, I can't. I, I struggle to. I watch the game back. He's popping balls through people's legs. He's dancing around people. He's, you know, and I, I spoke to Cal. You know, a couple of weeks ago and I said, you know, the conversation you have with Nicky Butt about you be working at McDonald's in 12 months or United will buy you back for 100 million. He's still in the mindset United will buy you back for 100 million. You know, and I like that. I really do. And you've got a player like that on, your, on the pitch. You know, he's brilliant. And, you know, we just want him to keep enjoying his football and it gives us that natural width coming in on his left foot. It then gives it you with Ennis coming in on the other side today. We've got legs in midfield. So hopefully, you know, there was there was a couple of times in the second half against Bolton that we, we starved Gribbon of the ball. And, I'm, yeah. and the, the message to, to Potsy and to Donoghue today we'll be giving the ball at every opportunity giving the ball and, and make things happen uh, but no listen we've got an array of talent in that dressing room and, and we're hoping today you know we can put it all together against a really good competitive Ashton side and how useful was uh, Tuesday night because obviously we've had this enforced break um, I think some teams have, been, have managed to play County Cup games uh, during this time but, but not many um, was it good to have that Bolton friendly to get us back not back up to speed, because you're never going to get back up to speed, but it, certainly that first half. I think at the, t- the time of arranging it was more about relationship building. You know, Natalie and myself went to, went to Bolton and we said, we'll get a friendly in. That was before the, you know, the back-to-back postponements of games. So as it happens, you know, maybe the, the game on the 20th against Bolton, we wouldn't have been as strong. But as it happened with the enforced winter break, you know, we, we were lucky to, to get our game in. So we're in a, I think we're in a fortunate position that we've had 90 minutes of football in preparation for today's game. Uh, it's something that we're going to look to do, you know, of course, of the season now, because there is nothing better than games, you know, and, and it's going to keep us sharp. And we've got the squad now, we've got quite a big squad. You know, we've had to leave out Pill and Cast today. Mm. Uh, got, and Braden Shaw, obviously, we've got a big squad now. So we need lads to get minutes. Uh, but no, really good, really good game of football and, and, and obviously pleasing to get a win. And obviously, because of the two weeks off, there's no form really we can point to, but we can point to Ashley United's 3 0 draw against South Shields and that last 10 minutes where they came for 3 1 down. What's your thoughts on, on the challenge today against Ashton? They, they are a good side, you know, they went top of the league uh, this season. 
uh, early on and they started really well. Cleggie, uh, then a, a number of bad injuries and suspension and lack of form. Uh, but they've come back strong again and you know, you, you've got to be on your mess. If you come from behind 3-1 against South Shields with 10 minutes to go, shows you've got a lot of character and a lot of quality in our dressing room. And, you know, we've never had an easy ride against Ashton, you know, home or away. And, and I'm sure that it's going to be another really good game. And like I've said, I've, I've echoed this many a times. Me and Cleggie are really good friends away from football. And, you know, we'll come 3 o'clock today, we're going to be kicking every ball and, you know, fighting for our teams and, and made, a, made a best team win. But, you know, whatever happens could quarter five. You know, hopefully if we get the positive result, uh, it'll be great. But the lads are going to put a real shift in today and that's the, the most important thing. And, you know, can we sneak back into the playoffs if we get a win today? Well, Neil, a big Merry Christmas to you. Big thanks for joining us before the game and uh, all the best today. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and a big Merry Christmas, one and all. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And today we're bringing you a Boxing Day spectacular here at Broadhurst Park, as FC United have managed to host Ashton United. And joining me for a little pre-match chat now, Stato Paul is back. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. So, Paul, just before we get to your reaction after the Bolton Wanderers game midweek, in the mid-season friendly we had, just to talk about Ashton United and the game last year, which was a bit of a special one. It was 4-3, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a real helter-skelter game wasn't it I remember Charlie Ennis scoring a critical penalty during the game and uh, it was it was a good match Um, we played in our away kit as we are this afternoon for the same reason uh, in that we're supporting um, a shelter campaign which is trending on Twitter this afternoon and uh, I think everyone in the in the game in this country are doing that yeah this afternoon which is uh, is a very good cause indeed Um, but Bolton Wanderers on Tuesday I mentioned this to Woods, I answered Neil pre-match. How, how important do you think that game was? I mean, it was meant to be a relationship builder, wasn't it, between the two clubs? But as, as it transpired with the winter, the enforced winter break we've had, it's actually coming quite handy and giving some match time to players. I look at it as 23 days of inactivity for Ashton United. During that period, their goalkeeper is injured out for a month. They've lost their uh, leading goalscorer, Callum Saunders, to Stafford. So they're considerably weakened in those 23 days and they may be a bit rusty whereas we've gained a midfielder on loan in Dylan Moonham and uh, we've also had a game as you say so we've we got the cobwebs out of our system and it was a good performance as well especially the first half I mean the, the yeah. second half kind of fizzled out really the substitutions sub- exactly with yeah. substitutions and stuff but Joe Radwell Grant two goals one how can I word this exactly yeah. what you want from your striker yards from goal but the first goal he scored was something special yeah. just a question I asked Woodzo when we do the goal of the season compilation, does it count? It's got to, hasn't it? Because it, it'll, be, it'll be up there. Unfortunately, it's a friendly, though, isn't oh, it? Oh, Paul! No. You, you know, statos don't really count friendlies oh, for anything. You know, it just goes in. It, James, it goes in the book, and that's it's it. got to go in, hasn't it? Even if you score a goal in your mid-season friendly, that counts as in-season, doesn't it? I, I would have said so, but I would defer to the statistician. I'm sorry. Well, I think it's very. It's, very, it's a bit like Tundi. Uh, if I'm right in saying well, all those goals were wiped off, just a, history really unfair. Yeah. But just, a, just an editor's note uh, f- for myself in May when I'm doing the video compilation. Go with your instinct, Ben. Ignore Paul. There you go. <laughs> we'll catch up with James in a second. Uh, but Rodwell Grant's goal. I mean, he starts today. That's going to bolster his confidence, isn't it? Especially. Yeah, I think he needed a goal, and the fact that he scored twice in that game means that hopefully him and Regan Lenny will strike up a good partnership this afternoon and both look dangerous. Midfield, he's gone with Wollerton at right back. 
I was toying with the idea of giving Wallerton man of the match on Tuesday. I know the manager and Swampert, and I think yourself, went with Gribbin. I think probably in hindsight you were right. But I love a good full-back who does overlaps. And, and Wallerton ran kilometres. He, he must have run more than anyone in that game, I would think. Definitely. He, and I think it was 13 kilometres he ran yeah. on, on yeah. Tuesday night, Alex Wallerton. Um, so he starts at full-back. Finlay Armstrong is the other full-back. Halls and Jones are the centre-back pairing. But in midfield... Um, I thought De Grouchy had a good game on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised that he's on the bench. But, but he's, he's gone with uh, Potts and Donoghue. Yeah. Uh, Donoghue wearing four. Obviously, in the, in the season that, that uh, never got going, in, in 2020, Donoghue got man of the match playing number four for six or seven games on the trot. So mm. he, he can play there, can't he? And uh, Griffiths is not an automatic choice as a starter at the moment. So he's on the bench. Gribbin is playing on the wing. Uh, Charlie Ennis is playing on the other wing. Gribbin deserved his man of the match, didn't he, on, on Tuesday? He's he a, did. He, he's got such skill, hasn't he? And that, he's got a left foot like a wand, hasn't he, really? It's superb. Gribbin can change a game, can't he? And, of course, anywhere around the, outside the box with the free kicks, then he's obviously a potent weapon. Now, Dylan Moonen is on the substitute bench, a brand-new loan signing from Accrington Stanley. He has played for Staley Bridge this year. And scored against Ashton on his, his debut. De- on his debut. Yeah. So uh, that, that'll be handy, because we all know what Neil's like with his debutants here at Broaders Park. So yeah. what a bench, though, Paul. De Grouchy, Griffiths, Gabidon, Guy Hall and Moonen. Yeah, I mean, there's players like Palinkas who... Who can't even be on the bench. And the lad who scored on, on Tuesday, Brady Shaw, who's played at Telford. Yeah. Not even in the squad today. And Gabidon has been in such good form. Uh, the early, you know, the... the, the like a month ago when we were playing but it is Ashton United today and the thing we have to make people aware of is obviously there's been no competitive football for a lot of sides as Paul says I don't think Ashton United played in, I don't think in, this, played. in the last couple of weeks the last time they played I think was against South Shields 3-1 down with 10 minutes to go it finished 3-0 yeah that warning, was a massive upset. warning signs yeah if, if we're winning in the 80th minute um, we've got to close up the game because they've obviously got a bit of a fight about them and, uh, of course, they've got three old boys in the team. To, oh, to good game. Let's play this. Sam Baird. Yeah. Brewster. The captain. Yes. Cole Lonsdale. Yeah. Good. Right. There you go. Hey. So, they've all got a point to prove whenever they come and play against us. Uh, Brewster scored on his only ever game for us. But there is a warning there because not just Ashton United coming back from 3-1 down against South Shields, but if I go back to last festive period... James said in his Ashton United commentary, this very game last season, it's a good job we've got those two goals. <laughs> That's a cushion, because they did come back at us, didn't they? But the Radcliffe game, do you remember the Radcliffe game yeah. we were cruising? Woodsell pointed yeah. that game out. Those are two festive games last year where we let it slip. And the other thing to say is Matthew Gould is making his debut for them today. Yep. Now, Gould was at Nantwich and made that penalty save here before he went off to play for New Zealand. Do you remember that? That was last season, I think. Do you remember he got an international call-up for New Zealand? No. You don't remember it? No. All oh, right. I don't follow okay. the career of Matthew Gould. He was actually Paul. born in New Zealand. He's Bobby Gould's son. I do remember. You remember Th- now? Why didn't you say that? Right. Bobby okay. Gould's son, Matthew yes. Gould. I remember that. Now, I, I think he's now <laughs> at Altrincham, um, but he obviously can't get in their side. So, um, I think they've, he's got, come to Ashton for a loan period. It's not necessarily um, the goalkeeper that's the, or, or the defence that's the problem for Ashton at the minute. Going forward, Callum Saunders... That the leading scorer has now gone to Stafford. To Stafford, which so is a big blow. They, they are short of goals, so let's hope that continues. We're a couple of minutes or, or so from, from kick-off. Going back to the farm guide, 
it's all out the window, isn't it? This is starting afresh. But one thing we can say is the Saturday hoodoo has gone after the Belper result. I know this is Monday, but it feels like Saturday. So All right, two final starts. Good, good. One is the last time we won back-to-back home league games was February of 2022. Right. It's quite a while ago. <laughs> and the other thing is we played Ashton 24 times, only one draw. Really? Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. So it's bound to be a draw. What's the record for FC victories in that? We dominate this. We're, we're well we? ahead. I yeah. think. I think we're fourteen to something. And one draw. Yeah, fourteen. Wow. To, fourteen to nine and one draw. I think it is. Uh, one team who are not winning at home today is Hyde United. They had a one o'clock kickoff. Team side derby. They were beaten by Staley Bridge Celtic by a goal to nil. Local derby. Local derby. Uh, uh, what a result! Because uh, that opens the door for FC United. Seven points the gap between ourselves and second place Hyde. We could cut that down to four today, Paul. And does your <laughs> does your list show two postponements? It shows two postponements. Liverpool against Gainsborough Trinity and uh, Mask United against Morpeth. There was a cloud looming over there in the distance, over there in Olden Way, which probably has come from Yorkshire, and it was looking a bit moody, but mm. um, that's gone, hasn't it? So hopefully sunshine today, we hope. What's your thoughts finally, Paul, before we hand over to the coach well, team for, we're for in this eight, afternoon's game? We're in eight uh, as, at kickoff time. Um, I think a win could push us into fifth. Um, it could be higher, but I think fifth is, is a reasonable possibility if we win and get the three points this afternoon. And, of course, going into the new year, that makes it a very interesting league table. Yeah, and we have to say our goal difference is pretty healthy. It's better than the teams around us. It's better than Matlock's. Remarkably, it's better than Warrington Rowlands, who've been scoring loads of goals this season. It's better than Radcliffe, it's better than Warrington, certainly better than Bamber Bridge. Um, it's five short of Marine, basically. So, goal difference-wise, it's pretty good. We just need the points to get and, in there. And it's still such an unpredictable division, isn't it? It really is. The fact that you've got Marine high up there and Gainsborough, it just shows you that uh, uh, anyone can put a run together and climb the table very quickly. Well, after this game, uh, we've got another week off and we'll be back on the 2nd of January at uh, Staten Park for that game against Radcliffe. But before then, it's the Boxing Day clash, the local derby between FC United of Manchester and Ashton United here at Broaders Park. Brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com and you lovely people there, Armchair Army. And it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's Stato Paul. But first, a big welcome back and a Merry Christmas to James Quinn. Put in possession there, and Regan Linney in now, real chance, Linney through there, the keeper, oh, magnificent finish, well, it was Ben Hardcastle who got caught in possession, and FC taking full advantage, lovely through ball, and Linney, real composure there, taking it round Gould, and uh, stroking it in there, two defenders were in retreat, Baird and Regan, but they couldn't get there, and FC, I think, good value for a 1-0 lead, Paul. Yeah, FC have dominated the opening 14 minutes. They've, they've threatened to score two or three times and the final ball hasn't been quite right or the tackle has come in. That time they broke the ranks with a, a, good, a good interception and Linney played in down the right-hand side, drew the keeper and he's got the confidence these days just to stroke it in without any problem at all. Now Brewster trying to bring it away but gets a, gets a bit caught there. Now Linney's two on two. Linney. Now Ronald Grant, real chances, he onside! Yes he is, it's two! And that came, came about because uh, Ashton couldn't play out the press and they were caught. And as soon as the ball was fed through, Linney got the ball 
noticed uh, Rodwell Grant had cut down the left-hand side in the right place and uh, his finish across the keeper was spot on. Well, funny game this football. Brooding sky around us, but uh, no sign of rain. Linny, I don't feel he's got Rodwell Grant inside him. Rodwell Grant, oh, a penalty! It's got to be. Well, that was bad, I think. And Baird just grabbed him, really, uh, with, the, with all the subtlety of a flying mallet. I think the card's coming out. It's a so red card! And it's going from bad to nightmare for Ashton. 2-0 down, a penalty, and now a red card for Sam Baird. An unhappy return to FC United for him. 2-0 FC, penalty. Ennis stepping up here. Gould on loan, can he stop it? Ennis goes straight down the middle, above the keeper. It's 3-0. And FC United, with 11 men and three goals, moving away from Ashton United. Oh, Griffiths, is there a fourth goal? A bit of icing on the cake for FC here. Dante Gabidon, infield though, broken up well there by Milner. And cleared. Substitute uh, Jack Kenny gets ahead on it, but uh, doesn't come to out. Donahue thrusting forward. Into the box now, Gribbin into the box, right footed shot! And there is that fourth goal. Lovely work from Donahue, driving through and great composure from what we had regarded as weaker foot, but you would have known it from that finish. Callum Gribbin strokes it to the keeper's right. It's FC United 4, Aston United 0. And again, a driving run from Donahue through the middle made it all possible. As Linney takes it over halfway, but that's quite enough, says the referee. And FC United complete possibly the performance of the season and certainly the home performance of the season and is that just maybe a turning point in terms of home form we'll see as we get on but FC United have really have deserved huge victory this afternoon it's 4-0 uh, and uh, final words from you uh, Paul I think it's been an outstanding afternoon for FC they wanted to win today to uh, make it back-to-back -back home wins. They've done it in style. I think they've, they've, they've played with a, um, a bit of a swagger today uh, and a confidence that we've not seen very often at home games, but we've seen it away games. Obviously, Donoghue is an outstanding player today, but there's been a lot of very good performances throughout the side. I don't think we needed Bamber Bridge to get beat today because Marine and Warrington were going head-to-head. -head. They drew nil-nil. Bamber Bridge uh, were one-nil up in their game. Uh, they have been pegged back, though, um, and it has finished one-all their game at Lancaster City. A bit of a local derby there. Um, still going on, I believe, that game as well. So uh, there's still time for Lancaster to get a, a winner, and that would see FC United go into the playoff spots, incidentally. Um, loads of goals this afternoon. Uh, FC United, 4-0 victors over Ashton United. Um, Geisley are 3-0 up currently against Atherton Coles. Um, Matlock Town are 4-0 up against Belper. South Shields are beating Whitby Town by four goals to two. Stafford are beating Natwich by three goals to nil. And Rylands are beating Radcliffe 4-0. Um, so, so plenty of disparity there in the score lines. Do you reckon, Paul, that's, that is due to this enforced break we've had? Basically, yeah, I think everyone's some, up and down, aren't they? I think some teams are, are, are very much cold in, in a way of not having played for a long time. Possibly others have trained harder behind closed doors than others. And uh, it was Boxing Day. You've also got the Christmas factor. You know, some players stick to a game plan in terms of uh, limiting their, their intake over a holiday and others don't. And uh, sometimes it shows. FC United heading into... I mean, 
I said at half time, Paul, it's a shame that FC United have gone down to 10 men because people will say FC United have beaten 10 men here. We were well worthy of the 4 0 win, and I think we would have got more if it was against 11, actually. I don't think the, 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 the red card really influenced the match because Mitchell came on and forged a better um, partnership at the back than Baird had done. So um, I think in the second half, Ashton looked a bit more solid, to be honest, than they did with 11. But um, I think FC will be very pleased. They could have got more goals, certainly. They had, they had chances around the box. Sometimes the choice of final pass wasn't very good or the layoff wasn't good. But uh, you can't argue with 4-0. It felt like it was working in that first half between Linney and Rodwell Grant. I mean, we said at half-time that that was Rodwell Grant's best performance. And I, th- I think that, uh, even though he was substituted, I think that's still the case. And there's been times when we've played two up front yeah. and it's not worked. But they both enjoyed but it, this I time, this time, I think it gives the manager encouragement to keep playing them together this afternoon. Whereas other times, it's not fired and he's, t- he's taken one off and gone back to his, his normal plan, which is technically one up front with support. But today, I thought Rodwell Grant contributed massively in the first half. How much of it as well was to do with uh, Donahue and Potts and Ennis? Well, Ennis was on this left-hand side in the first half, wasn't it? But Gribbin, that midfield, Donahue especially, we're grinning around the match. Gribbin's got the licence to, to yeah. float around. But all, all four of them really helped uh, yeah. in this performance. They, they, they drove it. And Donahue just... It, it was like a masterclass of passing and movement, wasn't yeah. it? He pulled the strings, he played the passes through, he invited players to run onto them and do something with it. Um, obviously, Wallerton and Armstrong also added things. Uh, Jones and uh, Halls and Lavercombe, we have to say. Clean sheet, though. And yeah. I think the two chances Ashton have had, they were offside, yeah. which in my book is good defending. The, so best, the best chance they had was when we gave the ball away near our own box yes. and allowed a free shot. But uh, other than that, there were very few bad mistakes made around our own area this afternoon. That does take us to the Radcliffe game now next Monday. Uh, just to remind you, no game on Saturday. It is uh, Bank Holiday Monday, FC United taking on Radcliffe. That Radcliffe game last year was all right. Oh, we, we annoying. Gave, we gifted yeah. it. We gifted it away at 3-1 up. Radcliffe have been beaten today by four goals to nil against Warrington Islands. That gives us a bit more hope, I think. But it is Radcliffe, and Radcliffe... It's a difficult place to go. Yeah. And they'll be fired up. They're always fired up. The fans are fired up against FC and the players, and we expected a rough ride. But if we play like we did today, particularly in the first half, we should go there with a lot of confidence. Well, SC United now in six, just to confirm. Uh, Bamber Bridge and Lancaster City have drawn one all. Uh, hashtag no easy games in this league, as Hyde United have found out today, uh, beaten by Staley Bridge Celtic in the early kickoff. I'll just give you the relegation picture because it's quite interesting. Staley Bridge Celtic, four teams get relegated this year. Staley Bridge Celtic with that win in 20th. They're four points behind Atherton Coles in 14th. It's quite remarkable, that, that relegation battle at the moment. But for the playoff race, it's looking good for FC United. Um, they're currently in sixth position now, uh, but uh, just two points behind Gainsborough Trinity, who didn't play today. Their game was uh, postponed, uh, but uh, a point behind Marine and a point behind Bamber Bridge. Obviously, Marine and Gainsborough Trinity do have a game in hand on FC, but FC have a game in hand on Bamber Bridge. And a better goal difference. 4-0 win here for FC United against uh, Ashton United on the Boxing Day League encounter. And uh, we are going to be joined by Neil Reynolds now for his post-match interview. But uh, a good afternoon here for SC United. And it's now time to hear from the SC United manager. Here's James interviewing Neil Reynolds. 
Well, uh, congratulations and happy Christmas, happy Christmas. Uh, Neil. This could be quite a long answer, but what were the the highlights of that for you? What were the key things that made that such a, a success this afternoon? Uh, the training, the individual regime, the team regime from the 3rd of December till now. The amount of work James have done off the field, whether it be in the gym, sports hall, running on roads. You know, these lads haven't had a day off and their fitness levels today were exceptional. And uh, unfortunately... Ashton didn't have an answer for us. You know, some of the football in the first 20 minutes, half an hour was as good as I've seen in my tenure. You know, as good as I've seen. So, you know, I don't take a lot of take a lot of plaudits from beating one of my really good mates in football, Michael Clegg. He didn't have an answer for us and I'm hoping they bounce back. But today I'm just uh, super proud of my team today. How um, important was that FC having that friendly national amp play for 23 days? Saying that's the only factor, of course, but... How important was that in terms of giving the, them a run out and some confidence? It's massive. I mean, when we put the game in, you know, in the calendar and we looked at it, we thought it's going to be a lot of football. But then obviously you lose the, the two league games due to the uh, the frost, etc. And, and the game against Bolton just came in and it really helped us. And you look at Rodwell Grant, for example, he, he starts against Bolton. He's a new kid. You know, his confidence levels have hit back. He scored another goal today. And, and that's what it's about. You know, it's good. And. I've had difficult decisions to make, you know, leading up to this game because you look back at the Belper game where we had a trio of, you know, Ennis, uh, Griffin, Potts who all did well. Today, we changed that. We went with a partnership with Donahue. Uh, we went with Donahue and Potts, you know, so we've got options in the dressing room and people, listen, they're not, they're not happy when they're not playing but they understand that this is a really, really good FC United squad and, you know, they're all rooting for each other. Yeah, um, the key now, do you think that with the, uh, the fitness that you talked about, the, the regime, that is laying the foundation for that to become a typical FC home and away performance. Typical FC performance. People forget, honestly, how good we have got this squad for what we're paying, James. I'll keep saying it. You know, it's it's ridiculous how we get players of this level to do what they're doing at this football club, and we've just got to keep doing it. You know, and I'm not going to put them under any pressure whatsoever. They're, they're just a brilliant group to work with. They're in it for the right reasons, and, and I enjoy working with them. They enjoy working with me, and we've just got to got to keep going. You know, we, we, we go into every game, James, hoping to win it uh, with a game plan, and, and today it's worked. You know, that doesn't mean it'll work every game. It just means that today's work, we're in a nice position in the league, uh, and, and we've just got to now look forward to Radcliffe. Let's uh, talk about one player, Donahue. To me, to us, he was the man of the match for us. Mm. Um, completely broke so many things up. And then he's got the skill, of course, then to, to create. He set up the fourth goal. Of he's course. a fabulous talent, you know, and he can play left, he can play centre. We knew when Donahue gets his match fitness right, he's a centre midfielder. We just thought we've seen him over the last three weeks, we've seen his analysis, and, you know, he's right up there with the top of his fitness uh, at the minute. So that's where he, he becomes that, if you will, that centre midfielder. Uh, I thought Potts was excellent as well. But, you know, the two of them, like you said, Donahue broke up everything and then drove forward. And when he drives forward at pace, he just. You can't live with him. And then you know, the likes of Callum Gribbon in front of him, you know, that, that must have been close for a man in the match because he's, he's just getting better and better. Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh, he's got so much time, hasn't he? Um, also, the overlapping fullbacks, um, mm. both of them. What's the thing on Armstrong? Is he, uh, is he, is he, is he staying or is that still under we do, we, discussion? We're in, we're in talk to Burnley. We hope he stays. Uh, you can see the way that we like to play. We want to get our fullbacks high and wide, and we mm-hmm. we kind of join in the in the attacking attacking end. And we'll look at Wollerton. Wollerton's been brilliant. You know, mm. Ryback absolutely brilliant. So no, we're hoping that Finn stays. If he doesn't, you know, we've got Guy, and Guy did well against Bolton the other day. So we've we've got really good options in around the squad and. We want to keep it as competitive as we can do. You know, if we lost Finn, we might have to go in the market to get another one. You know, like we've done with Dylan Moonen. 
This yeah. who's just come off the bench. So we're, you know, we're always looking to better it. And um, Wallerton, a long line. <laughs> Let's say a long line of FC players has arrived not expecting to play right back, but then doing it very, very, very effectively. I think the way we play, you know, Wollerton's an attacking player, but I spoke to his dad, the way we play, we play our full-backs are our wide men, you know, and the, the way our rotations are for 7-11 to go inside, it allows, and that's why our full-backs cover 12-13k every game, because they deliver balls in the box or they get themselves shooting in the, the other end, but it's a, it's a good way of playing, and, you know, the pitch, I keep saying about the pitch, the pitch is allowing us to do it, you know, it wasn't allowing us to do it at times last season. Yeah, um, and to me, what one of the things that typified you talk about the fitness and the, and, and the attitude was that right near the end of the game, there's a Ashton player gets the ball near the halfway and suddenly surrounded by three players, three FC players. Absolutely, it was as if it was you know one all with. And, and, and that's the you know that's the I just said to him in there. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I said. I said there's the first two things. One, thank you for keeping your fitness levels up over the Christmas period and attending every single training session. And two, thank you for expressing yourselves on the pitch today. And, and no, that's what they're doing. There's times this season it's gone against us, but you know the last. The lads work so hard. They, they they buy into what we what we want to do. They buy into what we want to achieve, and, and they're enjoying playing the football. And you know we're finishing 2022 on a real high now. You know, and hopefully we can start 2023 on a an even higher note. Yeah, well, finishing with that, Radcliffe they took a, a thrashing four um, nil by Warrington Rylands today. Does that mean anything next Monday? No, nothing at all. You know that you've shown in this level of football that Ashton last time out went three all with South Shields. Today they've got you know beat Wheels four nil. Everyone's a good team in this level of football, but when you come across a team of mine today, that they played the way they played for the first half an hour, that's as good as what I've seen. And, and I think any team, your South Shields would have struggled to play against us today. We were we were really on it, and you know we scored at the, at the key moments, and then we came in at half time. But more, the most pleasing thing in the second half is that the the attitude and the aptitude of the lads not to take the foot off the gas and keep trying to work openings and create patterns of play. And we got the fourth goal, and you know all in all, it's a really good afternoon of football. And very finally. Rarely we don't mention Regan Linney, but again, scores a great goal. But right at the end, it's 4-0, and, and he's battling yeah. for the ball. He's complaining to the referee that, it's a, um, you know, as well as being a great talent, he, he, he never and that's, stops. that's typified throughout the full team, and, and you've got winners, that winning mentality. You know, I, I won't say what I said at half-time because, you know, it was a swear word, but the reason why I am what I'm doing now is because I'm not nice I want to kick every ball and win every yeah. ball for the, for the football club and I've said that to the lads you've got to challenge yourself and although you know Ma- Michael Clegg's my friend I wanted to make sure that we won the game comfortably today after the game and that's the that's the edge that we've got to have and that's the edge that they've got to challenge themselves with and I think they are doing you know I'm sure they are doing and, and hopefully you know they can they can sniff something you know towards the end of the season and, and, and if they can you know make that push then who knows what will happen you know if we can get towards the top end of the table well um six just outside the playoffs so pretty ideal position given recent things congratulations to you Thank i think you. everyone will be pleased for you it's so nice to see you what a game where you, you're in control you weren't clinging on and throwing yeah. away two goal leads it was really nice and you and you deserve it so yeah, appreciate have that, a great please. new year appreciate that we'll thank see you see you next monday cheers thank you Thanks. did we agree on the man of the match by the way was he all right with it Yes, he, he was. He Thanks. said there were several, there were several people. Yeah, there was. Yes, yeah, he obviously. thought that uh, Potts was very close as well. He was actually. That's yeah, true. There were several of them. Um, but that's it for for this afternoon's broadcast. A big thank you uh, to Woodzo, to Statopol, and of course to James Quinn uh, for this afternoon's. Big game. thanks to Ben. Oh, it's um, but to FC United, 4-0 victors here over Ashton United. Next game for FC is on Bank Holiday Monday, the 2nd of January. FC United to travelling to Stainton Park. It'll be a 3 o'clock kickoff. If you can't make the game, we will have full commentary right here on FC Radio, of course. Uh, but we're going to go now. Have a very merry 
Christmas, what's left of it. All the best for the new year, dear Armchair Army out there, and we'll see you all very, very soon. Bye-bye. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.